What a... And g'day. I'm Janet. And I'm Michael. And welcome to this week's episode about the power of patience. Patience is not only a virtue, it's a superpower. I want you to think about the following statement. One moment of patience can result in a miracle. And one moment of impatience can end a life. And when you really think about it, it makes complete sense to really build up your patience muscle and ensure it's a major part of your personality. So why is patience so important? Well, let's have a look at where life could land if this vital trait is not sharpened and worked on. One of our gorgeous nephews recently sent a clip of his one-year-old son taking those miraculous first steps. The absolute joy and rapture on that little face, and of course the faces of his delighted parents, was priceless. Mm -hmm. Now, what would happen if a baby attempted to take its first steps if patience was not practised? Well, after watching the first few attempts, the parents sort of decided, well, that's enough and didn't encourage the pursuit of this milestone. Is that how it would go? <laughs> no. no. How long do you wait for your child to learn how to walk? As long as it takes. Until they walk. There's no time, there, there is no time frame on it. And it's the same, you know, when a kid first starts to play basketball or baseball or football and after a few feeble attempts to throw the ball into the ring or kick the ball and then they decide, no, nah, the game's not for them. No, you keep practising until, until you can do it. Until is such a great word. Until you can do it. Until you get there. Until. Until. That, that takes me back to, I don't know, it would have been the summer of, oh, but no, it was Easter time in around 1984 maybe. And I went away with a girlfriend from school and her family and I'd never been water skiing. And her dad, Des, jolly, was so patient with me. I reckon it was an overcast sort of day and high winds and on Lake Eildon, but he just kept turning that boat around until, until... Until, you finally until I was it. freezing and I actually didn't get up. But the next time we went out, he said, I'm not going to let you stop. I'm not going to let you be defeated by this. You're going to, we're going to do this until you get up. And I did. And it was just, oh my God, it was the most amazing feeling finally getting up and having a great time water skiing. What a great story. It was Des's patience that got me there. <laughs> and patience is the key. The major building block for learning in every single thing that we as humans strive to do. If I had decided after the first couple of bass lessons that I can't do this, I would not be the bass player that I am today. And quite frankly, I wouldn't be here having this discussion with my beautiful wife. But that's another story for another podcast. Patience in the Cambridge Dictionary includes meanings such as the ability to wait, to continue doing something despite difficulties, or to suffer without complaining, or becoming annoyed until. But this is easier said than done particularly that becoming annoyed bit, isn't it? It sure is. And it's way easier said than done. I've learned this through years in the corporate world where impatience can be a real deal killer. There have been times in the past where I've worked on a tender or a deal and the process is just dragged out from the client's end. And then there's the continual pressure coming in from the business to put the deal to bed or just your natural urge to get the deal done and move on to the next. Now, I'm not saying you don't control or try to control the sales process as much as you can, but sometimes things are just not in your control. So you can be impatient and then you become a nuisance. Or you can be patient and calm, knowing that it will eventuate. And when you are impatient, you come across as desperate. And in any situation in business or in life, that's never how you want to be perceived, right, is it? 
There can also be many distractions internally and externally to a client's process. So work with them on that. And this is just as valid in relationships and all situations. Don't be desperate. Just remember, you have no idea what is going on in their world. So the delay may well be and probably is valid. Just keep calm and keep patient and carry on. Until. Great advice and a sound way to avoid deal killing. Post-pandemic, when you think our patients' muscles would have been built up, it appears maybe not. In some cases, it seems to have taken a backward step Mm. in certain people's demeanours. The strain of the past couple of years is evident when you witness some people's behaviours just out and about doing everyday things in the world. For example, queues for retail, particularly supermarkets. We've seen some amazing lack Mm -hmm. of patience from foot tapping to heavy sighing to actual (laughs) verbal outbursts. It's just, it's unnecessary and so rude. One thing we noticed in our travels recently was that the Brits, Scots and the Irish are way better at queues than we Australians seem to be. Well, that was our experience. So it might be good to take a leaf from their polite book and apply it here. Simply talking to each other can make queuing really quite the adventure. As an example, we joined a a really long line for coffee at a services area on one of the main motorways through England. And I had the most charming encounter with a little girl in front of me who turned around and engaged with me in a chipper tone. Hello, she said, and then proceeded (laughs) to explain how she and her dad had been on the motorway on the way to see her grandma and they had to turn back because of the heavy rain and that her mum lived in a different town now because her parents were divorced. And then she talked about her little sister, Violet, and how she was the sports captain of her year six class and how her grand missed her grandpa because he died last year from cancer and how she hates cancer. And when she's old enough, she'll organise a fundraising walk in honour of her grandpa back to his hometown, which would be no mean feat. That would be like a five-day walk. (laughs) She's so cute. I got so much joy just listening to her. Yes, she was loquacious, but it was wonderful to have her share her story. When she finished, I asked her name. Cherry, she answered. By this time, we'd reached the cash register and I wished her all the best. As we walked away, I said to Mitch, what a magical kid. You could tell she will grow up and have a most extraordinary life. I sure will. Like Cherry and her dad, we experienced some pretty intense driving conditions in our travel. Lots of heavy rain, resulting in lots of rain dawdlers, heaps of trucks and lorries and vans on the busy UK motorways. Oh my God, they're everywhere. And the little back roads in Ireland that made us grateful that our hire car was a tiny Renault Clio. Mitch took the wheel for this adventure and it served as a fantastic time for patience building. Would you like to expand on that one a little bit? I sure can. I really built my patience muscle on that trip. Yes, there were definitely some white knuckle moments driving on the motorways with pelting rain and very low visibility. And my strategy was simply to find a bright set of taillights and just follow them because I couldn't see more than about 20 feet in front of me. I couldn't see the road lines and I had no idea of the turns in the road apart from what Waze was showing me. And if you haven't got Waze, it's Google Maps or anything like that, so my sat-nav. Now, we were still travelling at a reasonable speed, so we were doing over 100 kilometres an hour, yet there were still impatient drivers in their Audis whizzing past us over 120 (laughs) kilometres per hour. Against Audi drivers, (laughs) but they did tend to be led for us. (laughs) And it was crazy. But what I kept thinking was... We weren't on a time schedule. And if we get to our destination 30 minutes later than we thought, that's fine, so long as we get there safely. But where I learned my biggest patience building skills was on the one-lane roads through Ireland, Scotland and England. 
And when you'd often get stuck behind a slow driver or a slow truck or even sometimes a tractor or some other piece of farm equipment or, or sheep. Or cross- sheep. <laughs> sheep always have right of way there. They, they just do. wander out onto the road. No fences. They just wander onto the road and you just... Or, or there would even be a combination of all of them or you have big long lines. And remember, Jenny, we just laughed it off mm. and said to each other, how fascinating, another patience builder. And this was a particularly great lesson for me because I've got a track record of just wanting to get past all the lines and the slow drivers really quickly. So I just learned how to sit back, wait for the right moment, because you know what? The right moment, which is the safe moment, always eventually came along. But in amongst this, there are a couple of times when impatient drivers behind me chose to make very risky passes, and some of them nearly ending up in head-on collisions, all for the sake of a few minutes. And in fact, we saw the outcome of one of these impatient drivers going the other way where there was a multi-car pileup as a result of someone overtaking unsafely. Yeah, it was shocking. And then there was one time when I actually let my impatience get the better of me, didn't I, Jenny? Mm. As we were on this country road going to check out my dad's village at Walmsley in Yorkshire in the UK. And we were stuck behind a very slow vehicle on one of the back, you know, the back country roads. And the roads were still pretty wet, but it had stopped raining. And we only had about five miles to go, but there was a straight stretch where I had had good visibility to pass and it was clear. So off I went. Well, as we were passing, the driver in front of me started drifting onto the side of the road of of the oncoming lane, you know, so where I was passing, which almost pushed us into the bushes on the side of the road. And it was a really scary moment. But luckily we were safe, but it reminded me of my patience mantra and made me pose the question, what was the hurry? The village wasn't going anywhere. And we were nearly there anyway. That one moment of impatience could so have easily ended our lives. So I remained super, super patient after that one. Can you identify any areas of your life where you could benefit with a good dose of patience building? Really encourage you the next time you're in a queue to see if you can find a cherry moment. Everyone has a story. And I encourage you when you're in a queue next time to ask a stranger how they are. Or just say, hello. Hello. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. You could find yourself swept into someone's script and the time will pass and you'll have learned something new. As a writer, and most writers I know are the same, I tend to people watch all the time. I have to be careful not to get caught at times so I don't freak anyone out. Mm. Quick eye diversion is a must. Anytime I'm in a waiting room or a queue or stopped at traffic lights or stuck in traffic, I tend to study everyone in the room or on the street or in the cars or at the bus stop. So even if I don't engage in dialogue with them, you can take in their look and gauge their energy and wonder about their story. So the next time you experience that burst of impatience, resulting in frustration and angst, I encourage you to try this little Jim Rohn trick. Imagine, say, you're on a freeway and it's gridlock and you're going to be late for your plane and you begin to feel the impatience and the frustration mm. rising up in you. You know the deal, blood pressure's yep. rising, pulse quickens, breath shortens. Next time that happens, I want you to turn the frustration into fascination. Say to yourself, this is fascinating. I wonder what has happened up ahead to cause the gridlock. Mm. I hope everyone's okay. Or if a client at the last minute backpedals on a deal that you've been working really hard on, say to yourself. (laughs) That's fascinating. (laughs) Just saying it can make you smile and it dials down the angst. And okay, maybe it won't work every time. But if you can turn your frustration into fascination when you're impatient, I promise you that both your body 
and the outcomes you experience in life will benefit. And to finish off this podcast, in the immortal words of Guns N' Roses, all we need is just a little patience. (laughs) Till next time, love and blessings. See ya. 